Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake, myself, Davis Wimbledon. We are back. Super Bowl finale episode accidentally because I got married. Uh, and the biggest news ever is the pitch clock. We're going to talk about it. Um, the internet was hot in the streets. <laughs> hot in the streets hot. the other day. Uh, and let's dive into it. We, we did a little bit on Talking Baseball. Myself, uh, John, Beebs, and Trev. And it's so funny, man. I mean, it's the definition of baseball being missing for this long because uh, people were way too hot. Uh, it's a big change. It's a big change. So if you have no idea, the MLB instituted pitch clock. What are the actual numbers on it? 15? 20 seconds with runners on, 15 with bases empty. 20 and 15. Uh, pitch clock, there's certain rules. I think the batter only gets to step out once uh, in an at-bat. Mm. Um, Tied in with other... It's its own rule, but part of the pitch clock, you, like, the pitcher can only disengage twice. Right. Uh, so it's a whole new world, and there's a couple things going on. So it's early in spring training, and we're trying to enforce this as harshly as possible. And that's what we ran into. We ran into everyone who was skeptical about this nightmare... In day one, and that's that's a double double edged knife, double double sword. edged sword, double edged knife sword. Double edged sword's the phrase, the typical phrase. If that's what you're looking for, I don't know if you're doing a play on it. No, it's it's because I I keep using this analogy, and I fully stole it from Jim. Not on this topic at all, but for politics, it's called the horseshoe idea, I guess, and it's that. Everyone who's in the middle. So if you hold your hands up and you basically make the U symbol and you bend it in a little up top, I guess. The people up top that are the furthest away and hate this the most are actually on a similar wavelength. While the people on the, the flat line similar. trying to be logical and normal about it are actually getting further apart at their furthest point. Not great, but uh, the Red Sox Braves game. 3-2. Bases loaded or runners on? Uh, I think it had to be bases loaded, right? I think so. Uh, tie game, 6-6, six, 3-2, six, batter in the box, pitcher. Batter not fully in the box because he ends up being the bugaboo on here. Ump calls it. Batter was not in the box in time. Game over. Uh, by the way, it ended in a tie because it's spring training <laughs> and nothing the, the really... The result doesn't matter. Nothing really matters. So... That was, I mean, sometimes, you guys have heard me talk through it before. Sometimes I really question sports, and I almost think baseball wanted that to happen, to have it happen, to get the reaction and get it over with. Um, and you saw every side of the, I mean, everyone that wanted to hate the pitch clock had the ammo that they needed forever. A game-deciding pitch, a 3-2 bases yuck pitch, instead of getting thrown, uh, turned into game over, which is a nightmare. It's not sports, and that's the whole thing we're trying to get to. Uh, on the other side of the coin, we had a lot of quick games. Uh, and when I say other side of the coin, for a lot of baseball fans, that's not the end game. Our argument for a while has been that baseball fans like baseball. And we do. We do. Uh, this rule is to chew up a lot of the fat. Um, relievers taking too long for no 
no reason. Hitters. I love having a routine, but you can keep it tighter. It, you know, it, it doesn't have to be an OCD, you know, start over and touch every part of your body routine. Sorry to all my OCD listeners, I guess. Where does everyone stand on OCD? Yeah, like, it's I, like that gets made fun of in movies and stuff. Do yeah, we care? We are, we're all like, oh, you're not supposed to say stuff like that. And then we all do. Like, it's not, I don't think it's one people get actually outraged at. So... The games were a lot shorter. I think the average game was 22 minutes shorter. It was pretty crazy. I think it was like 3.06 last year, so that gets us to... Pretty good for an immediate chunk. I mean, instant. Uh, I do think part of that is... I think that'll come up a little bit, because it's still spring training. I was going to say, there's also like... There are no stakes. Also, week one of spring training. Like, you've got some pitchers that are like fastball only. Or a lot of guys I've seen in their spring training for pitchers are usually fastball with, like, one off-speed pitch. So that way you get the hitters to not think you're only throwing fastballs. Um, so I think that time will come up a little bit. But at the same time, a lot of the baseball truists, we love baseball, we don't care about speed up. It's the same length as a football game. Yeah. But we can cut out some of the junk. And there was that, that viral tweet or something going around that was like, in football games and baseball games, there's like 18 minutes of action, like yeah. inside the whole thing. I don't know where they get that number. I have no clue. Um, but the idea is to cut out some of the crapola, and it's working. And that's the bigger thing. Uh, the other thing that's happening is they're executing it to the full force of the law because it is the first time it's being used, and they have to. And. They don't want that to happen in a big-time baseball game. So they're trying to hammer it in the relievers, in the hitters' heads. Be ready. Be in the box because you don't want to be the guy that when it's a 3-2 game-deciding pitch didn't step in the box quick enough so you got rung up. You don't want that. So MLB is enforcing it as strongly as possible. And they said they were going to. And which right now, and to the letter of the law, kind of sucks. I, I get that. I don't want to feed those people too much because they're kind of being a little too kooky right now because they want to win. But yeah, the clip that Jimmy had of Karen check where he's, he's in his windup and the foot has to be down with zero on the clock or whatever it is, that's tough. If that happened in a playoff game or in an important regular season eighth inning where I think, you know... Karen Jack butters a lot of his bread. That would be awful, but it's not that. So where I think talking baseball as a whole kind of landed is the rule is going to be good. We're going to have to work out some kinks. There's going to have to be some flexibility. Um, this was Jim's point to his credit. 15 and 20 seconds is arbitrary. I mean, they're just numbers. I don't I think, think I think it's just what they've done in the minor leagues. Yeah, there, I, I don't think there was science behind reason. it. They were just like, how much time do you need? Let 15 and 20. We did this in the minors. Let's feel it out. Maybe that gets tweaked. Maybe it's if, a 17 and 22. Maybe it's not. If, the, if they give it a month and immediately make it 20 and 25, okay. Maybe they have it. Maybe they have it nailed. Uh, I do think, and this is where uh, I think... People are walking tall on it. Let's go back to PitchCom. I wasn't a big fan of PitchCom. I'll be honest. When it first showed up and it was on the catcher's knees and 
We'd come out of a sign-stealing scandal, and we're talking about sending, what, Bluetooth? I'm assuming that's what those things are on. I have no clue. Yeah. It felt like those signs could get stealed almost easier than regular pitches. Um, if you do some, like, actual scheming, like... Yeah, if you want to get really dirty, it felt like there was a route there. Um, and guess what? It's coming out more and more that a lot of teams were doing funny business, huh? Um, not Astros level, but funny business. Not that. Um, and it just, it looked weird, and pitchers couldn't hear. And I still think there's another iteration of Pitchcom coming that can be better. I think they, they're, like, already rolling it out, right? Because, like, I think this year they're saying the pitchers are going to be able to input the pitch now. Uh, so, at minimum, that's, that's a change that's coming I'm, to Pitchcom. I'm interested in that. Um, I was hot about it. It felt like the game was heading in the wrong direction. About a week into Pitchcom, it was like, okay, this is baseball now. Um, we 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 hate change, yet we adjust really good uh, to things. This is a tangent that's almost not going to make sense, but I'll get it off my chest really quickly. Of being used to stuff and what matters. How many times has someone handed you a a cell phone charging cord that you look at and you're like, this probably doesn't work? Hmm. Like, we're all used to that, right? <laughs> like, how many times have you looked at a, a cell phone charging cord, probably an iPhone cord, that looks like gas station-y, and you're like, this cord doesn't work. Like, humans you, are like, used to it. stuff. If we were robots, wouldn't that piss us off a lot more? <laughs> this should work. This should work so easily. <laughs> but it doesn't. So, I don't know if that has anything to do with humans getting used to stuff. I just kind of had to get that off my chest. We've been thinking about that it's just one. It's a weird part of our society. We just get so used to stuff so easily that by the time the season rolls around, this is going to be nothing. There will be the first time it happens in a regular season and people freak out. There's going to be the first time it ends a game in the regular season. There's going to be big moments that it does pop up early in the year, and that's going to stink. Um, and if it happens to my Yankees, I'll probably freak out. And that's my biggest thing. Because, again, wherever you land on both sides of the fence, we need this, we don't need this. I do think it's good for the game, and it will be good for the game. It's going to come out to how the laws are enforced and how it looks, because there has to be a little bit of feel. The problem for me is the people that are enforcing these rules are the umpires. Umpires... If I had to rank people in the game of baseball that have the right amount of feel, they'd be low on the list. You know, at, there's one or two umps that you hear get it, and a lot of times we'll ask Trev, like, who are your favorite umps? And uh, we actually, I think we're doing something fun with friend Dale Scott soon. Uh, go check out his book, The Umpire is Out. Um, we know... <laughs> We know Joe West's name. Retired. Congrats, Joe. We know Angel Hernandez. You might have even heard C.B. Buckner's name thrown around recently because he refused to shake Ole Marmol's hand going back to a beef from last season. He's the umpire. He's supposed to be the neutral guy calling the game. He wouldn't shake the man's hand. His like actual job is to be the bigger person. So in the eighth inning of the Cardinals game... And Giovanni Gallegos is out there twirling the pill, and CB Buckner's behind the dish. I don't know. Does he want to make that call? 
Like more than anything? I know it's a little recent and a, a little unfair, but also not. He wouldn't shake a guy's hand. I'm interested to see how they enforce the rule. Because if they currently enforce it by the book, I, can't, I don't love it. We're on the right path. I don't love it. I think they're not going to. I think they're going to be smart enough. I've even laughed. And maybe it's tweaking words. Because the other thing that I, I used is a little bit of ammo. Not against Jim this morning. But Jim, was, Jim got in the weeds yesterday and I loved it. He got, in, he got into old-fashioned Twitter, Twitter wars with whoever wanted the smoke yesterday. I was about it. So I was in the comments. He was going on. And James Smythe, toned the slab, tweeted out, that in the rule book, there already is a pitch clock. I think it was 12 seconds, technically. The umpire could call it a ball. Yeah. I think it was something 12, like that. 12 was the number. So, technically, they added more time. <laughs> um, but, again, did you ever see that rule enforced? We've been watching a lot of baseball, Beebs, the past few years. I've never seen that one punched. Mm-mm. That um, one's an offer. So, if we have the rule, and the game is going, and the pitcher's about to make his pitch, which, hey, I know Karen Shack is one of the worst people involved in this rule, right? The guy literally juggles on the mound. He's one of the people that he, like, kind of made this for. His leg was up, and he was kicking, and that's where, again, you have to go to back to the fact that this is day one of spring training. This isn't, this isn't the season. If that was... If that was the middle of the season, yeah, that would have sucked. Um, you know, technically, Karen Check would have been in the wrong, right? Because the foot wasn't on the ground when the clock hit zero. If we're doing that, then the rule is kind of going to stink. Because I do think things have... Karen Check, even in that video, he swapped out the ball. Which I think yeah. the clock's supposed to reset when you do do that. Now, again, let's take two steps back. If pitchers are going to swap out balls, which they feel like they did. They do anyway. Bat, you need to make rules around that, right? So there's a ripple effect to when you make a new rule. And there's fun stuff that comes with it, the baseball side. I, I shouted him out before. I was watching Yankees Blue Jays. Uh, Vladito, two bombs already. He looks really good. They interviewed Kevin Kiermeyer, and he was talking about the fun stuff, how guys are going to run the bases differently, how he's going to run the bases differently. Um, you know, and that ties into the bigger bags too. And Hey, if you're a base runner and you see the clocks ticking down, do you start getting a little bigger lead? Do you take off? Uh, there's fun parts to this pitch clock. You know, are guys going to have tendencies? Like wh- what if a pitcher and catcher can't agree on the pitch? Like then does the pitcher just say, screw it. I'm, I'm throwing the heater. I don't know. I want to get to those fun ripple effects. We're not fully there yet because it's how will the rule be enforced? And I'm almost, you know, how many times do you, you know, those two times a year you come across a bizarre baseball rule and you're like, how is it worded like that? The thing that I keep jumping back to in my head is uh, in NFL games when the the game clock hits zero, but you can still hike the ball. Hmm. And how ridiculous of a rule that seems on paper. But guess what? When Karinjic gets called on that, it actually kind of slows down the game. Yesterday, right? Because also, guess what? When the regular season comes around, you think managers aren't going to be yelling if that happens. You think people are. You don't think the pitcher is going to take a lap around the mound. You don't. You don't think that's going to cause like an incident. It will. 
So in the NFL, if every time that clock hits zero, which what? It's three times a game? Would you rather have them do a five-yard penalty and do another play? Or did they just decide one day, hey, let's... <laughs> if it's it, around, it, let's zero play through. Way to beat. Mm. So uh, I, I have... You got to think, come regular season, that that specific play a Karen check had... I assume that's going to be fine. Like the first, however long that they're going to be strict about it. Yeah, no, they're trying to break it, everybody into this rule and get used to it. Once we're like accustomed to it, I, I think that's going to be all right. This, week, going. this weekend on baseball Twitter felt political. Um, it was pretty bad. Uh, both sides thought they had ammo. Uh, I think more people are pretending to care than they really do. Because when the season comes around, they'll actually care about baseball. But we haven't had baseball in four months or whatever. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. I, I think we're going to be fine. I've, the funniest part for me, and I already said it, but the fact that there already was a rule in the rule book. <laughs> it just wasn't enforced. Um, having the clock on the field is a big thing. I, I saw our guy Carabas tweeting about, are people going to do fake clock countdowns like they do in college basketball to get shot clock violations. Huh. I'm interested to see all these ripple effects. Um, and I, I do think it deserves to be said, when we start doing all of this, um, you know, John Boy Media talking Yanks, I remember me and Jim, we used to scoff at the beat writers that were like, oh, rain delay. It'll be a long day at the office. Well, now that we've been in it a few years... You know, some of those days can't it, wear on. If you. it's on podcast night, uh, it's all fun. If you can, if you can trim twenty to thirty minutes off a game, that's huge. That's massive for the players. That's why they love this. Uh, you'll rarely see a bad player quote about this. And for the viewer, it should end up being an okay product. Um, let's feel it out. Let's hope they tweak it and adjust it as they go. Um, and I think the bigger thing is if you're on either side of this way too deep, <laughs> like, you're in too deep. You're in too deep. They're not changing what the game is at its core. They're stopping the Steve Traxels and even our, our friend Ryan Yarborough. Like, throw the ball. Throw the ball. And that's not going to change your viewing of the game at all. So, regardless of, like, what side of this you're on, like... You're going to need to see more than one weekend of spring training games to know if you're right or wrong. Yeah. Like, come on. And they, they were clearly trying to send a message. Their rule was already in the rule book. So uh, it's a point of emphasis. You see it every year. I feel like in football you find out what penalties they're calling more. Uh, same with basketball, baseball. They want to use this clock. I think it's going to be a good thing. Uh Jimmy was really in the week. He was fighting shift people. If you're still someone fighting the shift, like, I got nothing for you at this point. Like, the shift was not good for yeah. baseball. It's still going to shade. Like, it's just a harder I, part I, now. Part of me understands the sport argument of, like, be better at the sport and do better, and that's, that's your solution. Like, beat the shift. Baseball didn't care, and we saw it, and we got to move on. And already... The contact is up. The speed is up. There's going to be better defensive highlights. Um, I used to love defensive highlights. 
Baseball is moving towards a better pro. Anything you want to see, like, it's so easy to be tough on baseball and Uncle Bob and, and all that stuff. Is baseball making more of an effort for, do you like base running? I do. They're making more of an effort for that. Do you like better highlight defensive plays? They're trying to do that by getting rid of the shift. Do you like more hits? They're trying to do that by getting rid of the shift. Like, the game is taking really good steps. It's not like we're making the... This isn't going from, like, featured films to TikTok. It's, games aren't three innings, unless you're playing MLB The Show with me and Shelfie. Um, like, this is going to be good. I agree. If you're on the... It needs to be tweaked and changed, and there's parts you don't like, yeah, and you shouldn't. The first time, this is the first iteration. Um, and if you love it, love it. I think you're going to end up being right. That's why the love it side is kind of peacocking. Because in a while, we're not even going to notice this. Um, what you should notice is the DraftKings Sportsbook. Biebs, maybe we should put this in earlier. I don't know. feel bad putting it at the end. DraftKings, America's top sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA as well. Wow. Uh, and I'm kind of getting into the NBA. That's going to be kind of the next part of the show. Uh, had a nice little sports weekend. Uh, you can bet $5 uh, on any pregame money line bet and get 150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Also, we're going to have our Talking Baseball uh, DraftKings gambling up coming up. Props. Getting, starting to get really excited for that, especially reading some of the comments of the TPPs. Getting jazzed up on that. Download the app now and sign up with code BAKERS. New customers can place $5 on any pregame money line bet and get 150 in bonus bets. If your team wins, only a DraftKings Sportsbook code BAKERS, people. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. For details. Um, all right. So a couple things. We'll do a little wide world of sports. Um, and we'll do a little wedding recap for the Bakers. So, um. I'll start with the Cubs. We'll, we'll even lead in with baseball because a couple things happened, right? Machado signed the extension. Talked about that a lot in Talking Baseball. It's a lot of the same Padre stuff. Awesome. Peter Seidler. Remember his name. Say his name a lot. If you're going to mention Uncle Steve Cohen, please say Peter Seidler. The amount of money they're shelling out over there is insane. 11 for 350 for Machado? Yes. Like that. 11 for 350. It's crazy. His second contract with the Padres now. Uh, they signed Tatis to the crazy extension. I shouldn't say, we shouldn't even say crazy extension. They signed Tatis to the extension. They signed Bogarts. They signed Machado and then signed him to the extension. Signed uh, you Darvish. Even, even Darvish, Musgrove, like that's getting put under the table. Um, yeah, Musgrove completely forgot. That was five for a hundy. That would be the biggest contract ever signed by the Chicago White Sox. Like, think about that. That's nuts. Uh, Hey, you want to you want a flashback, BBD, and a giggle? Mm. Remember when Jose Ramirez might be getting traded? Remember when that was yeah. like the thing leading up to the season? And it was, will he get traded? Are they get? Oh, they signed him. You know what they signed him to? I think it was seven for one twenty nine. One yeah, one twenty something is the number sticking out in my head. Let's. He's pretty good. Let's see what that number. Pretty good is. signing by the guard dogs. Um. And dude, I I was even laughing. Seven one twenty four. 
I was looking at Yelich's extension. Remember when that was massive? Like, contracts are getting blown out of the water. Um, awesome for Padres fans. They do have to win a little bit. Um, I, I know we talked on Talking Baseball with a little bit of like, uh, hey, this is what your team to aspire for. And there was a couple owners quotes that were like, the Padres haven't won anything yet. They are going to have to make some noise. So like They were... They, they, yes, but they were in the NLCS. They were in the NLCS, and, like, and you know, them and the Phillies were going there. back and forth. They brought it back to San Diego. I know a lot of people were doing that game. Um, if, how about this? If the Padres don't get to the World Series with any of this core, that would be a failure. Mm-hmm. They traded for Juan Soto. Yep, especially, and we'll see how it shakes out. It sounds like they're willing to do whatever the Soto deal Soto. is, and that's going to be a big topic for. The next two years, but so, but so certainly over this two-year period, I think they need to make a run. There's some pressure on a franchise that traditionally doesn't have a ton of a great track record, but it's because they haven't gone out and done stuff like this. So I guess in a way, we should all be rooting for Padres. If, uh, unless if you, you want your team that is historically a small market team to spend more money. To get the cool owner that spends a lot? Yeah. Um, and I would love to know the actual math on it because we danced around it on Talking Baseball. Um, but, I, like, are the Padres more profitable? Are they same profitable? Are they less profitable? You'd have to assume it's a little less, right? That's why every owner doesn't do it? A, a, a little. But what does that mean? We have no idea. Um, so, in a way, we're all rooting for the Padres. Happy for Manny Machado. Already has 50-plus career war. Like, sneaky putting together, like, a elite Hall of Fame career. And a lot of people still don't like him because he was the punk on the Orioles. Like, we got to we gotta get past that. Ages, ages 20 to 24, he was a little bit of a jerk. Guess what? I was an idiot until I was, like, 26. Um, so, again, it's kind of the same song and dance for Padres fans. That's where I don't, I don't think it's a, it's a deep dive. I just, you wonder where it goes. Like, we, we joked about, are they going to sign Shohei? Are they, like, where, where does it end? I don't know. Um, and by the way, you know, they should be competing with the Dodgers in the West Coast. Gavin Lux just went down with an injury. Mm. Uh, so we hate that for Gavin Lux, who's the, a sneaky John Boy Media guy. Yeah, like he's been around and us. engages and stuff. We saw him at Bingo. Uh, so we hate that for him. He kind of yeah. broke out last year and was looking to build on that even more. Um, we'll see. We'll see where that lands. Dodgers had kind of that quiet off season. I yeah. I don't know. They're coming down from one eleven, but definitely coming down from one eleven. Where's and where's it land? Um, is there any other big baseball news? Um, maybe I'll save it for next episode. We'll do just like a buying way too much stock this early in spring training. Yeah, because <laughs> Vladdy's two home runs, man. We're like, holy shit, <laughs> dudes! If we're doing this, um. I'll bop around a little bit because uh, I came home from the wedding, so I'll do uh, I'll do this sports weekend a little bit. Still recovering, coming back, getting into it. Uh, college basketball is in peak form. If you didn't see the Iowa-Michigan State comeback, that was awesome. Um, March Madness is still something that's hard to compete with on any level. Just the way they do it is so, so good. Um, In college basketball, I think the product in general 
The product in general, keeping up for a full season is down. A lot of that talent goes to the NBA early. I, I think it's just a fact. Um, that being said, I think it leads to more chaos, and that's kind of the beauty of college basketball. Uh, Iowa hits five threes in the last 40 seconds after their coach stared down the ref to take that game to overtime and win. Um, Wisconsin-Michigan, I watched some of that game. That was absolute madness. Um, it's that time of year. My UConn Huskies, uh, I saw they were up, up to 14th in the poll this week. I like that a lot. Um, and it's kind of that time of year. I, I, I'd love to do a March Madness Bracket episode. I've engaged with Titus a couple times mm. on Twitter. Um, I remember, I think I did the same dance last year. And I think I felt bad because, like, March Madness week has to be, like, his busiest week ever. I feel real rude being like, hey, let's do something now. Um, so maybe even, like, the week before. But that's, like, coming up. Yeah. It's almost next week. We got some big big stuff going on, too. Um, the Alabama stuff was crazy. I'm not going to dive into that. I, I don't know enough, uh, to be honest with you. But... Um, you didn't see it, uh, Brandon Miller, who's caught up in this oh, gun yeah. thing, and his it's now more than him. Gun and I, I don't know. It's not good. He's playing, um, which again, I don't know enough information to know if that's right or wrong. Uh, but <laughs> this might be the only place in the world you might hear him defended a little bit. He comes out in his pregame routine is his teammate did the pat him down thing which I guess is an homage to actually UFC, like when they go in the ring and they get checked out beforehand. Um, but still, it looks like a person getting pat down, which the other mm. way for that is getting pat down for a gun. Um, the optics couldn't be worse. The guy was just involved in like a murder thing. Can't do that. Where Poppy Gordo is somewhat defending him, and again, it probably feels like a crazy sentence. I'm not defending that at all. I'm defending the fact that he's 18 years old. I was just defending Manny Machado for doing something not even in that realm, by the way. But there's people out there that don't like Manny Machado because he, what, like threw a bat when he was 21? Yeah, like, man, bad luck. Threw it, in, I believe, at Josh Donaldson people don't like. So. Whatever my guy's involved in is obviously bad and not even near anything Manny Machado, and there's people that don't like him. Um the fact that he did that and they didn't even process it just shows how young he is. So I hope, and this is the final spin on it, I hope in 10 years we're talking about him as a great NBA player who's a good guy that does good stuff in the community or whatever else you're looking for in your professional athletes and he, you know, this was a blip on his radar and it, you know, Whatever. Um, I hope we can because he's great. He's very young. Um, to do that is so stupid. <laughs> so stupid that you have to be young to do something like that. So I, I hope we're talking about a, uh, a young man that learns a lot from it and grows and becomes uh, better from everything that's going on. Again, I, I don't know. Um, but man, when I saw that, I, like, your heart sinks because that's so bad. That's so dumb. That's so young. Uh, 
So weird sports weekend there, but um, I'm fully jazzed up for March Madness. I'll say that. Um, I know we all end up there, but this weekend was a really good, a really good dose of it. Um, what was the other thing? I watched the golf. Again, I make this plea every year. I'm probably going to make it big time around the Masters. Golf, I think, in baseball have similar parallels. I think there's a time in your life when you lose baseball a little bit. If you're at college, or, you know, sometimes watching a game on a Saturday or Friday night isn't, isn't what you should be doing. Um, but come back when you're in the working world. I got, I got something for you, 7 to 10 every night. Have Indulge whatever you're into. Uh, golf is kind of in the same boat probably a couple years later because uh, what happened on Sunday, and I know some of you are already checking out, Two guys were in the final pairing. One guy hadn't won in like five years. The other guy hasn't won. And they started looking like civilian golfers because pressure is a real thing. Um, and it's just a good reminder. One guy had a shot where as long as he didn't put it in the water, he basically would have won the tournament. He put it in the water. The other guy, he had a chip. If he put it anywhere around the hole, anywhere around the hole, he would have won the tournament. Put it off the green. Um, it's one of the best examples of pressure in sports, and I think it shows both sides. Like, you'll see two guys turn it up and go at each other, and it's like mano a mano. You'll also see guys feel the pressure, and it's sometimes it can be a tough scene. So uh, the Masters is probably the best tournament in golf, arguably the best tournament in sports. Uh, so I will enthuse you to go watch that uh, when it comes up this year, which should be pretty soon. Um, so that was my sports weekend. I'm excited for Celtics Knicks tonight. I haven't been excited for a lot of Knicks games. I've been catching some as they pop up, mm -hmm. uh, the way the Knicks have been playing, uh, and the Celtics are like Eastern conference favorites right now. Yeah. Missing, missing a key player tonight, but who's out Jalen Brown's out tonight. Good. Still, they're still favored. Even better for Los Knicks. Two and a half tickets. Pretty penny at the garden still to get in the house there, by the way. Yeah. That was it, pretty crazy. That's tough. Gave those a look and then didn't. Um, NBA, I'm I'm starting to get excited to kind of catch up and where, see where things are at. The standings are pretty wild, um, and I think it's kind of part of the problem with the NBA right now. Like, I, I don't know who would do it in our office. Maybe Paxton. She's a pretty pretty big NBA fan, but... If you went around and asked people to to seed the West right now, hmm. Hmm. Nuggets, Grizz, Kings, Suns, Clippers, Mavs, Golden State, Utah, A Rods, T Wolves. Um, I don't um, know. I, I four seed and what's that? Thirteenth seed are within right. four games. The West is pretty crazy. Uh, LeBron with. What did he say? It's like 23 games, biggest 23 games of his career or something. Hmm. He's doing something like that because, I mean, if the Lakers aren't involved, what are we doing? Um, so I don't know. I, I've been pretty detached from NBA. I, I really think they have a problem with the rest nights and just currently how it's set up. Um, yeah. Like, is, I'm not saying this. Is Jalen is Jalen Brown hurt or is he like rest night? I or honestly don't know. Like Somewhere if it was, between. How about this? If it was a playoff game, is Jalen Brown probably playing? Because I didn't know he was hurt. 
Safe, safe bet. People were joking about how he's scared of RJ and because RJ kills the Celtics. So I, don't, I can't say for sure. Right. Jalen Brown to miss Knicks clash for personal reasons. Okay, so um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know. And that's not the best example. But guy, players in the NBA have found out they can take rest days and it doesn't affect their, their standing on the team or anything. And the NBA has kind of figured out that that's what keeps those guys happy and that's what keeps them from demanding trades. And you'll still get in the playoffs. Yeah, we... We as uh, as as fans and the, and then the media like we put such an emphasis on rings now they're the only thing that matters and nothing you do in the regular season should matter so it's a little bit can't be mad at the players for saying like well fuck that then and I'm gonna be rested for when the playoffs get here in each round of the NBA playoffs you see one or two guys get hurt that are like main dudes so would you rather keep them would you rather be the four seed and have them being worn out and playing five extra games or would you rather be the six seed and have them fresh like it's it's a pretty simple equation i think it's tough for the nba that on a given night like you turn on a game and there's odds are there's a star missing mm-hmm. like that's i would love to see that stat um and and maybe that's fully unfair my pulse hasn't been on the nba for a little bit but that's okay Knicks are trying to hook me back in, playing good ball, baby. Playing good ball, investments in the future that are good. Um, they can they can go after kind of anybody they want if if something pops up. I'll watch that game tonight. NHL trade, NHL, NHL trade deadline rumors. Patrick Kane is coming to the Rangers. Reminder: what? I went to a wedding with Patrick Kane. Oh yeah. So you know we might be able to sneak something in there. Um, NFL, I think we're coming up on the combine, or is it just panic? I think I think, I think the, the real combine's, combine's coming. It's like why? It out. Yeah, check out the John Blake Media Combine. It's out. Carson Wentz got released. There's a lot of good quarterback hmm. stuff going on there. I always get into the combine, so I'm about that life. Um, ended up being a weird but kind of fun sports area. Um, as I came back from my wedding, Baker's. Um, it's a good time. Like, uh, like everyone says, it goes by quick and me and Jess are obnoxious enough that it wasn't even, a lot of weddings are one day. Uh, we (laughs) dragged people a long ways away, uh, to do multiple days. Uh, it's all a blur. It was a lot of fun. Um, we, uh, it's a weird thing. There's a lot of attention on you, but it's also not like real attention. Like, you don't have a lot of real conversations because, you know, you see, oh, there's two couples, you know. Hey, how are you? Travels are good. Oh, okay, how fun. All right. Oh, there's Uncle Mike. All right. Hey, Uncle Mike, how are you? So kind of everybody's, like, on the same page. Like, oh, we can't take up too much of their time. Yeah. Then... So I, I don't know. Had a couple weird moments at the end uh, where I was just like, damn. Like, we saw a couple at the airport uh, when we were flying out. It was like, hey. How are you? I, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, have I seen you? Did you talk to anyone? A uh, couple good things I can give you. Uh, always Joe's McFly. Um, just undefeated. I, I don't know I don't know where you start or finish. <laughs> A couple of his outfits were just unreal. Um, and his whole vibe. Uh, I'll tell you what not to do. Um, don't watch Interstellar on your flight back. Um kind of a weird wonky movie 
and you're in a weird wonky mood after your wedding, I was on the airplane just like, this is hell. Am I dead? Am I alive? Am I older than my daughter? Am I, like, what am I right now? Um, so that was odd. Uh, danced a lot. You guys may have seen some of that. Um, couple good moments. Uh, you know, you plan out this wedding in, like, crazy detail, too much detail. Uh, Jess's dad was supposed to speak, and he did. And he did a very nice job. He said some nice words about me. And this takes you right into the Storielli family brain and teaches you a little <laughs> bit about myself. My mom steps up, grabs the mic, and goes, I didn't know we were doing speeches. It's because you weren't. You weren't <laughs> supposed to be doing speeches, but she gave a little speech. <laughs> so then my dad saw my mom give a speech, so then he gave a speech. Uh, so then Jess's mom, so it turned into open mic for our parents. Um, and it actually ended up being a nice moment because you're in this kind of like, is everything going right? Is everything okay? Is food coming out to when that first, I don't want to say first thing went wrong, but when it happened and then you're like, it doesn't matter. You're like, all right, you know what? Why don't we enjoy the wedding? So it was actually kind of anxious up until that point. We enjoyed it. Other thing about the wedding um, you know, these, some of the countries near the equator and the island and stuff, it's always just like 80 and sunny, but they'll get like five minutes of rain and that's how it works. And that's it. Um, so the couple days leading up to the wedding, there would be gray cloud, huge gust of wind, five minute of downpour. Um, and then it was done and you're just like, okay, I guess that's how it works down here. Day of the wedding. Come out to the wedding. I'm down there. Jess walks down the aisle. Right as she walks down the aisle, gray cloud, huge gust of wind. Starts lightly raining. It's like, oh boy, here we go. Um, the photographer, who's a local guy, I'm about to give him the look of like, hey, should we like, should everyone straight take cover for like five minutes and maybe that's the best thing? Look at Jess. Jess is dialed in. She's about to get married, married, and nothing's going to stop that. The rain held off. Everything went well. Um, so uh, it was good. After uh, there's boat day, you guys may have seen some content from that. That was rowdy. Uh, still some pictures and videos leaking of that. Um, and then the final story, I, I think I'll tell quick. Um, so we, you do the ceremony, the rain held, yay, we did it. There's like a drink ceremony after. Um, we, uh, <laughs> so me and Jess, this is, do pictures. This is our first time like joining the wedding. Like we're married, we're coming up for drinks. We walk in, I'm all sixes and sevens looking around. I see one of my buddies um, and I'm just uh, out of excitement. I squeeze his tush. Um mm -hmm. And then he, uh, he walks past me, and I, like, kind of, I touch his front a little bit, kind of scrape. You know, there might have been, might have been some downstairs stuff. But, you never you know, know. Just being silly, you know, that's how we've greeted each other in the past. Um, I do that right in front of one of Jess's uncles, who I don't, like, have a relationship with. <laughs> and I can only imagine what's going on through his head. He just watched his niece get married. Um... And there I am groping one of my friends. Um, so that had to be a weird feeling for him. It was a weird feeling for me. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I got. Was the most tired. One of the most tired I've ever been uh, was after the boat day. It was just three days of attention and craziness. Um, but 
I did have, for one of the first times, um, at the end of it, nine or ten days in, which is a lot, but, you know, you're missing Starbucks and Dunkin'. You're missing the dog. Dog was a big mm, piece of it. Yeah. Love that dog. Um, and you're just missing routine. Like, yeah. you know, you're wearing a bathing suit every day, and you're just like, I don't know. I kind of like Once ran, you get past the week mark, it's like, oh, okay. Ran out of clothes, and so I did like a little thing of laundry at the resort, which is like 30 bucks to do like three shirts and two pairs of underwear. So then you're like, I'm juggling those to keep those fresh. I got that a little bit. Um, but uh, in a beautiful, in a... In a nice way, I was very glad it was over because there's just way too much planning and Jess is getting stressed out and you're talking about these things for a year and a quarter. Uh, in another way, I just cannot believe it's over, man. Like, I, like married, married. Like ring on the finger. Like you're, you're supposed to not do that again. I got Jeremy in our office who's, uh, who's like as nice as a guy as you can be. Real sweetheart. Just a nice guy. Um, I got him pretty good with, and it's what I was thinking while I was watching Interstellar. Right, My rites of passages, rites of passage, are like almost done. Mm. It's like kid and death. Um, so that's scary. Sort of, the, sort of the rest of them are the kids' stuff. And you, you just enjoy that from the other perspective. Jeremy's, Jeremy's so nice, he added uh, grandparent to that, which, like, half yeah. counts. Half points. But that's, like, a, again, that's there. the your kid's spot. Everything else the rest of the way is so old. Um, so a little scared of that. But excited to be back with the Bakers. Maybe uh, you'll retire one day. That could be nice, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, Hopefully we'll still be baking by then. You know what I mean? Um, we have a lot of stuff coming up. Baseball is approaching. There's some blitz ball stuff coming. Um, probably going to be some heavy baseball stuff the rest of the way. I kind of like spring training too early analysis. Uh, maybe we'll do some divisional stuff. We're gonna The TPPs are coming out on Talking Baseball. PPPs, everything else. Maybe some top 10 in the worst. We're mm. keeping track at home. Uh, Bakers, I love you guys. Good to be back. We'll, uh, we'll do it again Wednesday. Thanks, guys. Bye.